everybody. Welcome to the Geek Generation. I am your host, Rob Logan, and joining me in the studio today is Mike Volpe. I'm here. We're doing an experiment today. We are. We are. For those of you listening to this later, obviously you've missed this part, but we are currently live streaming uh, not only the audio, but the video of this show yeah. on twitch.tv slash the Geek Generation. So Volpe's waving to you guys that are actually yeah. watching right now. Um, this is exciting. For the future of the show, if this is something we can do more often, I would definitely like to do it because it just adds another dimension to the show. I'm hoping at the end of this recording as well that I can take the video because Twitch is supposed to auto capture what you stream and I can just kind of dump that right on YouTube so people can actually watch the video stream of our show as well as an alternative to uh, just listening to the well, podcast. It's nice that they don't do anything weird where they're like, oh, we own the footage or you right. have to ask us for it. Right, right. Yeah, they I mean, just give it to you? You just can re-download it? Or- it's it's recorded right on our channel and then we can, yeah, we can take that video, download it from there, export it right to YouTube, but I'll cut off like the part where we were waiting to even start the episode and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. And then obviously the people that get the audio podcast will just get the audio podcast and that's yeah. that. But on the video side too, we are planning on having visual references for you guys. So as we talk about certain things, I'm going to try my best to keep up with putting things on the screen. And I'm going to talk about boobs way more for all of you. (laughs) For you people as well, too. So I do have something I can click to basically like put a full screen shot of or video or image or whatever up on the screen so that you guys can actually see that, which will be very helpful for everybody. So as we get into the episode today, uh, the first thing I want to bring up real quick is just a plug for a friend of mine mm. that is actually running a Kickstarter. I know a person that really? has a Kickstarter campaign right now. I don't know if you remember uh, Mike Pierce or uh, our, our former ring announcer, his wife and a friend of mine uh, has a Kickstarter up for the Swing Safe. And the Swing Safe is uh, I'll show you an image of it. The Swing Safe is a, a little thing that clips onto a swing for a kid to swing on safely it's like a back support like a fabric back support right and it's not too expensive they're getting pretty close to their goal they're asking for two thousand dollars i think to make this happen yeah two thousand they're at over fifteen hundred right now and they still have 29 days to go at the time of recording so there's still a lot of time if you want to donate to this so it's a good idea yeah it's cool so if you want to check that out if you want to help them out go to kickstarter and you can search for Swing Safe, or you can head to the show notes for this episode on thegeekgeneration.com. I'm already seeing that logo in Toys R Us and Babies R Us. Right. So That's it's a great everywhere. idea. It is a great idea. That's and it's a, it's a washable thing. It clips right on the swing, and you can take it off or whatever. And it's, yeah. yeah that's genius. Kids super portable, all super the time. useful. Absolutely. So very smart idea on that part. We love that. And to help them out, because they are friends of us, and we love to help out our friends. So, um, geek outs and freak outs. Let's yeah. do this. Starting off, of course, with the geek outs. Yay! Mr. Volpe. We have a lot today, huh? We do have a lot today. Do you want to bounce back and forth? Or are we just going to go in order? How you want to do it? That's it. We've never bounced back and forth, have we? I don't know. You want to? Uh, if it's not going to mess you up, it I don't shouldn't. know. Okay. It shouldn't. Uh, well, Jaws is going to be back in theaters. Yes. For one day. It's the 40th anniversary. Oh, it's anniversary. only one day. It, it said June 21st. Okay. I just assume that one day. It could day. be just one day. They do that a lot, yeah. It's going to be shown in approximately 500 theaters. Mm-hmm. And it's the 40th anniversary. Which right. Which is pretty cool. Right. Have, do you like Jaws? I <laughs> I haven't seen it. What? <laughs> I haven't seen it. I know. You've never seen Jaws? No. Like, I've seen uh, I've seen bits and pieces of Jaws. Uh, yeah. And I feel like I know the entire movie. But I've never actually sat down and watched 
from beginning to end the entirety of Jaws. Okay, and which, I've never watched from beginning to end the entirety of Star Wars, but I get the story. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Like, we're both familiar with them, even though we've never, not you, very necessarily watched them. This story, a little them. less complex. A little less. Big shark, eating people, let's kill it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting fact about Jaws, and you know how memory distorts things over the years, so yes. I might not be recalling all the, the pieces entirely as accurately as I should be, but Jaws, the movie poster, not necessarily the movie, I think it was my great grandfather caught the shark that they used for the images on the movie poster. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I recall Where was hearing the- something from that. And it was like in the New Bedford area, like around here. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, because I think the movie takes place in Maine. Yeah, something like that. That's pretty so cool. It's still like you that. are famous. No, no. Oh, your family's famous. You're <laughs> no. working on the f- being famous. That, that's that's a very reach to fame. That's uh Are you gonna see it? Jaws? Would you want to go? I don't know what day. The, and considering that I'm working fifty something hours a week right, now, right? I don't, oh, I'd go. Sure. I mean, I'm not gonna go by myself and make a, a thing of it. No. But but if if you wanted to go, I would definitely go with what you. What day of the week is the 21st of June? I don't know. I'm gonna find out right now. <laughs> we could decide right now. But I think that's pretty cool. They're gonna put it back in the theaters. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, it is a Sunday, June 21st. Okay. So that's uh, two weeks. We could possibly do that. That is doable. I like it. Oh wait, I have to go now, right? You're up. We're bouncing back and forth. This yeah. is weird. It's a whole new thing. It's all right. Um, so my first geek out is that I have booked my trip for San Diego Comic-Con. Awesome. I had the press pass already, so I knew I was definitely going to go. And I recently locked in. Like, I was worried at first because they approved my press pass, but I wasn't sure if I was going to be put in a lottery where I would then have to, like, kind of compete for a pass the same way that you normally do. Like, when you get a pro badge or when you get a general admission badge, you're just put into a lottery. And if if you're randomly picked, you have the opportunity to buy. Mm. And if you're not picked, you don't. So I was kind of worried because I didn't know when it was coming up. Like, we're a month from San Diego Comic-Con, yeah. roughly. So I, I was worried that that was going to be the case and maybe I wouldn't end up getting a badge after all. But I did confirm my press badge. Like, when they approve you, you're locked in and you just have to actually register for it. So right. I have that. I'm going again with uh, Roger and his son, Kane. That's good. Uh, our artist friend, Hasbro artist, Roger Andrews. He's been posting a lot of stuff on Facebook. He has. He's been drawing a he lot. He has, lately. yeah. So I'm going with them. And uh, my friend, Liana, is coming with oh, me as good. well. So I needed a camera operator because I don't know what kind of... I haven't seen the opportunities we're going to get yet. Yeah. But obviously, in New York, I needed a camera operator so that I could do interviews while they were running the camera. Uh, when I went with Roger and Kane last year, as you guys possibly have heard... We did end up splitting up a lot, so I needed somebody that would be with me all day regardless. So I asked her if she would come with, and she was down for it. So it'll be her first so San Flights Diego. are booked and everything. Flights good. are booked. Hotels are booked, uh, and we are totally good to go. I'm very excited. Are you staying near the uh, convention center? I'm about – well, Roger's – Roger got a place, I think, that's like six or seven miles for Friday and Saturday night, but he is not going on Thursday because he has to be home so i got a hotel for thursday night that's like three miles away and then on we're flying back home on sunday night i'm not sorry that's wrong we're flying back on monday night because the flights are way cheaper to fly back on monday than on that sunday so uh i have a hotel at the in the gas lamp district yeah because since everybody's leaving the hotel room prices drop again so I have one that's like a half a mile, it's a nice place. half a mile nice from area. the convention center on Sunday. It's good. Yeah. 
Any big news for the convention? Nothing major that like, I've heard I, so far. There's got to be a ton of Batman, Superman stuff. Oh, right? I'm sure. I'm sure there's going to be also. There was a lot of stuff saying that Marvel pulled out of this convention. And they're not going to be really showcasing stuff. So the opportunity for DC to step up. Yeah, and yeah. Take over. Yeah, so I don't know what it's going to be like, but I am very excited to get like all the the press things like asking us for interview appointments and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, very much looking forward to that. It's very exciting. It, it still like feels not entirely real again, yeah. even though I've gone before. But it feels like this year is going to be different because of the press aspect. So more access. Yeah, yeah. It'll be good. At least. Yeah. All right, you're up. Oh, I stumbled across a fun video. Well, I don't know if it's a fun video. I don't know how I feel about it, but I, for some reason, I it made me laugh. So it's a geek out. Yeah. Uh, the mashup of the Beyonce song "Single Ladies." Yes. With the Ducktales theme. Yes. Which, when I read that's what it was, I went, "How is this going to work?" And then when I pressed play in the video. I quickly said, I see how this works. Right. Well, the, the, and it's funny because they all have butts and it's like, oh, they kind of look like ducks. And then they got duck tails. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, look at this. This is hilarious. I, I think, like, I, I'm not sure the video works all the way through. No. But at the beginning, it does. When they're shaking their butt back and forth, it looks like the ducks walking at the beginning exactly. of the DuckTales song. And that part works perfectly. It's, it's timed quite well. Yes. Yes. And if you want to see it, you can just go to YouTube and type in Beyonce. DuckTales. Yeah. And I'll put a link in the show notes too. So yeah. yeah. It's not a long video. No, no. It's like a minute minute or two. Yeah. But it was funny to see them do that. Yeah. Creative creative people out there. Yeah. (laughs) Mashably creative. I think that ranks right up there with the Wizard of Oz and uh, Dark Side of the Moon. (laughs) That that, that well. It's that that good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if I would say it's at that quality, but although I've never tried to do that myself. We did that. Here's a tangent. So we did it in eighth grade english class my teacher in school in school that's weird the teacher loved music okay loved the dark side of the moon album Mm -hmm. and we were talking about he's like all right we'll make a class out of it and you guys are gonna have to write a report about it which sucked but he did it and it it matches up you have to time it right when the first the opening credits start Mm -hmm. that's where you have to hit play Hmm. and then it times up perfectly there's lyrics that are timing up with what's happening on the screen it really is you is couldn't it, get through that in a whole class, though, could you? Because that's oh, it, well, it's only it's the album. Yeah, we got through forty something minutes because the album ends before the movie does. But right, it, right. it goes all the way. It's as if they really did write the album to the movie. Hmm. It, when the album ends, you know, it, it times up to the very end. That's it weird. really is interesting. You should try it. Just the first couple songs. Just the, so you the can other see. problem too, though, is I hate Pink Floyd. Really, I really hate Pink Floyd. How come? I just. It's so boring, <laughs> I think. I don't know. Well, maybe we could dubstep mash up it, <laughs> make it better. I don't know no. how much I like dubstep either. <laughs> well, if we had a dubstep gun, then it would be okay. Two wrongs don't make a right. I don't know. But two <laughs> negatives make a positive. That's true. So, so who knows? Uh, my up. next one is a game called Don't Starve. Sounds like a good game. It is a good game. It is a survival game. Okay. So this might kind of be up your alley, but I don't know entirely. It's not like hugely action oriented. So it's not like some zombie survival type thing. It's called Don't Starve because you can die by starving, obviously. Mm. So it's like Minecraft in the sense that it's a survival game and it's a resource building game and things like that. But in the things that I don't like about Minecraft, there are things better about don't starve for one it's not first person 
So uh, you actually see your character the whole time. Yeah. You're not just looking from the first person perspective. It's also like a kind of Tim Burton-y art style, which is very cool. Yep. I can actually show a little bit of video footage while we're doing this. So, yeah, very, very Tim Burton-y art style. The whole point of the game, really, you're just kind of dropped on this oh, island. That's really cool. Yeah. The island is randomly generated as far as the layout of it and everything. Like there's different biomes. There's a grass biome. There's forest biomes. There's desert. So all those all those biomes you learned about in elementary school actually come up again. And as you're going through the game, you have to gather food. You have to gather resources. Uh, you build things. You have to have like similar to Minecraft when it's nighttime. If you're in the dark, mm -hmm. these like invisible monsters will slaughter you very quickly. Really? Yeah. So you have to make sure that you have some sort of light source, even if it's just a campfire at night yep. and stay within the light or else you're going to die. And there's all sorts of creatures and monsters in the world. Most of them are not like super aggressive. You generally have to make like a mistake or you have to go after them for some reason in order for them to be an issue. Yeah. But for the most part, I don't know. I just I just really like it. Like it's a huge time sink. Yeah. Like you'll just you go through day after day after day after day. And you just keep going through, and eventually the seasons will change and stuff. Really, winter is way harder than well, it should be summer is. Less, yeah, less food because you can also freeze to death. Oh, so you have like three different status meters too. So you have like your health, you have your stomach level, and when your stomach gets down to nothing, your health starts dropping. Yeah, that kind of idea. But then you also have a sanity meter. So like being in darkness at night your sanity decreases. There are certain like artifacts will, that will decrease your sanity. And as you start to lose your sanity, these like corporeal shadow creatures start to become more tangible. Yeah. And they will start to attack you because you're losing your mind. Oh, this is cool. Right. It's a real life. Yeah. <laughs> all those shadow creatures that come no, after but, us all the time. Yeah. So that's very cool too. But the other thing about the game, and this is uh, a critique that a lot of people have I don't have it yet, but it's also might be because I'm not that far into the game. Like, I think on one game, I'm in day 20 right now or yep. 22. How like, many days are you supposed to survive? It's endless. Oh, you can just go as long as you can. Oh. The problem with that being that when you die, you die. Oh, Like you could have put weeks or months into this particular playthrough of the game and then you just die and it's all done and you got to start all over. It's life. Right. <laughs> but I mean, you know that going in. Yeah. So the first time I played, there was like a flash sale on PlayStation Store, and I got it for like five bucks with the Reign of Giants expansion DLC. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't expensive at all. And I died first day because I didn't know it doesn't hold your hand. Like I was in the dark and I died right away. Really? On day one, the first night. And I was like, okay, so now I learned. So now I made it through. Then I make it through like day nine and I die. And I'm like, okay, I learned more. And then you keep like going and you make it a little uh. further and... So it is cool. like a, a learn and master type game. And I liked it so much that I reached out to the actual developers, Cly Entertainment. I assume that's how it's pronounced. Uh, I asked them if they wanted to be on the podcast, but apparently they're busy with like three different projects right now. They're like, we're way too busy to do an interview, but here's some codes for review. They currently have another version of the game, a standalone called Don't Starve Together which is a multiplayer intended version of the game. That's cool. And uh, I've actually been streaming that online with Ryu a lot recently. So uh, we've been playing. I think we made it into winter on a server recently. But it is cool because you can stop and the, it saves your progress. So you can so come there, back. This and, is like, a game that has no end again later. unless you yeah. die. There apparently is an adventure mode, 
but you have to get to it through the survival mode. You can't just play the storyline. You have to find the components to build a portal and start the adventure mode that way. Huh. Yeah. Wow. So I guess there is a story to it, but you have to unlock that So they did the opposite well. of what every other game does, where exactly. there's an adventure mode and you can unlock sandbox. There's, yes. there's an endless sandbox yes. and you have to unlock the adventure mode. Yeah, yeah. And That's it seems cool. like I, I obviously don't know everything about the game yet, and I'm always learning new things. Like I'll always bump into an artifact or a thing that I didn't know existed, or I'll learn something new about the world that I didn't know before. Like one of the things that's really helpful to do as you're playing is you find uh, and set up camp near like a herd of they call them beefalo, even though they're buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's their version of them, and they're always in like these big like hay biomes, mm-hmm. and they're pooping all over the place. And you gather the poop up and you can use it as fertilizer for farms and grow your food and all that stuff. So that's cool. But the beefalo are very good about attacking other animals. So if you set up camp near beefalo, not only do you have a constant source of poop to fertilize your farms, but if like a pack of wolves comes and attacks you, you can run towards the beefalo and they'll ultimately go after the wolves. Really? And probably like either kill each other or usually the beefalo just so take them out. So what forces you to have to move on? You just you kill all the animals and you have to find a new place to live? I've never gotten to a point where I needed to move beyond the camp that I set up. Like okay. I'm constantly just trying to establish my camp. How more. big is the world? You can choose different sizes, but it's fairly large. And there's a lot of different things you can do. Like there are pig houses set up. There are pig people. Does the game become so progressively more difficult? Like less food is available? Well, yeah, as you use your resources, if you're not smart about it, like you cut down trees to get wood, yeah. sometimes they drop pine cones. If you just keep cutting down trees, you're eventually going to run out of trees. Sure. But if you start planting the pine cones... So in, this game is that in-depth? Mm-hmm. you Okay. If you start planting the pine cones, days later you'll have new trees. Yeah. So you just got to renew your resources. I see. And like the beefalo go into heat and they'll have baby beefalo. Sure. And then they'll grow up. So it's but when they're in heat, they'll also attack you. So if you're too close to them and you set up camp there, they might just rush your camp. (laughs) So there's a lot of things to consider. There's a lot of things going on, but it's it's a very, very fun, very entertaining. game. I feel like I could go on on about it like way more, but I'm not going to. I'll spare people. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll keep the video game aspect going. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Toe Jam and Earl, the Kickstarter. Yeah. They raised their goal or they met their goal mm-hmm. and they surpassed it by a hundred thousand dollars. I noticed the other day it just oh, ended. Wow. So the game is being made. Uh so you're I, very excited about that. I well, I, not yet, because I think it's just being made for the computer. Okay. Um they were looking for certain amounts of money to be able to then port it over to Xbox three sixty, Xbox okay. One, PS three and PS four. So, so you're waiting for that. I think the game is going to have to come out mm-hmm. and be on the computer and they're going to have to make their money and then they'll be able. So it okay. might be some time. Did you back it or? I ended up not backing it. No. Because of that reason? Yeah. Because yeah. I, was, I looked at what they needed. Yep. They needed like, it was like half a million dollars to oh, get wow. the game to port over to the systems. And I was wow. like, oh. and at the time I was like. Well, but they I mean, might make money from the PC version. That's what I'm to saying. To do it, yeah. yeah, yeah. And a lot yeah. of games do do that. Like they just announced uh, Mighty Number no. Nine, the game that yeah. Damien and I have been waiting for. Now, if you get it on PlayStation, it's a it's a three way cross buy. You buy one copy, oh. you get it for PS3, PS4, and PS Vita, mm-hmm. which is awesome. That's a good move. Yeah, you're up. Okay, are you jumping out of order with even yeah. yours? Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> I'm just well, trying to keep track too. of stuff. I am. I don't know. Oh, all right. Um, my next one is a movie called Playing It Cool. Okay. Which is a very me movie. <laughs> Let's just say that. It's a rom-com. Oh, okay. So you already oh, know where rom- I'm going yeah. with this. Um, 
So this stars Chris Evans and Michelle Monaghan. Chris Evans, obviously, yeah. Captain America. Michelle oh, Monaghan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a very self-aware rom-com, I think. I do like romantic comedies, but not like the traditional cheesy, over-the-top, yeah. super mush-mush, whatever. But this one's very smart. I don't know if a lot of people saw it. it. I think it came out in February of this year. And I don't even know if it got a major theater release, if any theater release. It might have gone right to VOD. Mm-hmm. So it uses a mechanic, which I really enjoyed, which they don't really show much in the trailer. So if you watch the trailer, the trailer's terrible and does not present the movie properly. So I'll say that right now. That's not good. <laughs> no, you have to just watch the movie and appreciate it because all the things that I loved about the movie yeah. are not portrayed in the trailer okay. whatsoever. So they have a mechanic uh, where Chris Evans' character is a writer. And when his friends tell him stories, he always pictures himself in the role of the lead character of that story. So like if I was telling you a story about something that happened to me, yeah. you'd be reliving it visually in your brain with you in the lead role. That's what he does all the time. And they play that out visually in the movie. Cool. And that doesn't matter if it's someone just telling him a story or if they're telling them a story from like a book or something. Okay. So like he'll act out things like he's in the role of an astronaut at one point and another one, he's a sailor and another one, he's a man from ancient Japan. Like, all these like little sub stories going on that all have like metaphors that pertain to the larger movie. Yeah. So I don't know. I just thought it was very smart and very, a very different take on uh, a romantic comedy. And it was a much more accurate look at romance and love than like the typical romantic comedy. Hmm. So I really enjoyed it again, playing it cool. Uh, it is available on like iTunes and stuff and ask. all that and DVD and whatever. See if it's so. on Netflix or Amazon. Yeah, it might be. It's it's not like a huge, huge release. So there's a good chance it's going to pop up on one of the streaming yeah. services. All right. Well, let's keep with the movie theme. Okay. I guess before we go back to my other one. <laughs> sure. Uh, the Stephen King series, The Dark Tower. Yes. Which just released. I think it's, well, there were seven books. The last one is entitled The Dark Tower, but then okay. he just released an eighth one a couple of years ago, which is, I guess was a little bit of a spinoff anyway. Uh, that is now going to be made into a movie. Hmm. And it seems like it's going to be just one movie. Okay. Uh, because the, the entire premise of the book series is that it's kind of like a horror movie slash science fiction slash Western. Cause okay. But this the gunslinger, that's what he's called. His goal is he's trying to travel to get to this mystical dark tower that's mm-hmm. just out in the distance and it's his adventure getting there and then so he's able to see it the whole time it's visible oh wow it's there and he's trying imagine it being like a mountain out in the distance yeah, he's yeah trying to get to it my mom had read we i have all the books because she had collected every stephen king book that yep. there was at the time and uh, i read the first one the first dark tower book which was i think the thinnest the smallest one is called the gunslinger okay it was really good i read it years ago yeah um, the other ones are just massive books. It's It was really good. I'm excited to see them translate this over to the screen because it could be like a really great action adventure slash sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting to to see that they're going to do that. Cool. And there was a quote from Stephen King where he just says that he's excited to see The Dark Tower um, is finally going to be appearing on screen. Uh, those who have traveled with Roland and his friends in the search for the Dark Tower, dark tower are going to have their long-held hopes fully realized. This is a brilliant and creative approach to my books. So he's definitely on board with what they're how they're going to take the books and combine it into a movie. Cool. Which is good. It's nice to see Absolutely. That. You want the endorsement of the it's creator. It's like having sure. Stan Lee say, yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. You're doing it right. Yeah. Same idea. Cool. So, And hopefully you'll see it. 
That'd be good. Possibly. I don't see why not. Yeah. Yeah. Something new, Rob. Yeah. yeah. I've seen trying new things. <laughs> well, it's not like a horror or anything. I mean, it's sci-fi. No, there's I'm, a little bit I'm of horror for that. aspect to it. That's so. fine. I mean, it's Stephen King. I've I've seen stories by him that I enjoy for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> my next one is something i know you'll get behind yeah and this is a wrestler now i've been watching nxt i i've been out of the i've said before i'm out of the wrestling thing for the most part wwe has not really been entertaining me lately we watch wrestlemania every year but aside from that we i watch really the rumble and we watch wrestlemania and summer we rarely even watch the rumble anymore we missed it this past year yeah it was just tough because i think i had to be up early the next morning right right yeah so we just didn't have the opportunity in the general wrestling world now there's ring of honor there's tna there's wwe right and then wwe said we're going to create a whole new brand of wrestling yes we're going to let triple h run it and it will be a developmental territory and it's called nxt yes and i'm pretty sure it's better than the actual wwe product it is because that's what i'm enjoying that's what i'm getting Mm -hmm. into i'm liking the characters more on nxt i feel like they have more time in the ring than just bantering back and forth at each other. There's not as much filler. The show weekly is an hour long, Mm -hmm. which is perfectly acceptable. Like instead of watching Raw and SmackDown, which are like five hours combined, it's one hour a week. And then the pay-per-views are phenomenal. Yeah, they're big. They're big events. I mean, they're not necessarily pay-per-views. They're two hour events. Yeah. And and they're 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 really good. So I enjoy those a lot. I watched the you you told me about the ESPN I'm, sixty. I think I have fifteen minutes left. I was falling asleep last oh, okay. night. I had to go to bed, but I think I have about fifteen or twenty minutes left. And I watched that, and that follows Adam Rose. Uh, it follows Xavier Woods. Yep, and um, and Corey Graves, right? Who actually isn't wrestling anymore? Right. Who who you find out through that yeah. ESPN sixty documentary as well? The only thing I thought it was a really good documentary. Mm-hmm. The only thing that kind of bummed me out is that they didn't follow one of the women just for that yeah. perspective because it is different. Yeah. Uh, so if they had just chosen, like, even if it was uh, Flair's daughter, right? Charlotte would have been interesting, especially from that perspective of someone whose father was in the business. Mm-hmm. So that would have been the only other thing I would really like to see. But aside from that, it was a really good documentary. Yeah. But speaking of women in NXT, yes. uh, someone who I am very much geeking out over lately is a wrestler in NXT named Alexa Bliss. Oh, there she is. Yeah. So I got a few like captures from live NXT programming to uh, throw up here. Now, there's a couple reasons I'm geeking out over her. Obviously, she's incredibly gorgeous, as mm-hmm. you can see here. I'm not someone who normally goes for blondes, but she kind of looks facially like a blonde Anna Kendrick. Oh, yeah. You can see it a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, she's also got the mousy mouth that yeah, I love so very, very much. And if people don't know what that is, you might be a new listener to the show and not understand yeah. when we say mousy mouth. It's that like up curled lip. Of the top, just lip. look at what her mouth is doing. Yes, and that's what. Yeah, uh, I, look for at whatever it, reason, for whatever reason, that drives me crazy. But the the coolest thing about her recently, she had almost like a cheerleaderish type character a bit. until recently. Um, she's a heel now and aligned herself with Blake and Murphy. Oh, annoying. and I don't really care about them whatsoever. No. But the thing that I do like, well, that's why they put her with them. Right. I think nobody so. cared. And they were, had to create. I think so. Make them relevant. Uh, the, the thing that is cool about that alliance, for me at least, is now 
the the chick that I think is the hottest in NXT. I say chick. Uh, yeah. That's probably breaking it down too much, too uh, simple, because she's a very good wrestler as well. But the the hottest woman in NXT is now wearing red and black gear that resembles, in a way, my old gear yes. and my it old has logo. The slashes on it. Yes. So if if you like reverse the colors of her outfit, it very much looks like my old mask, mm. which is crazy. So that just like amps up the attraction. I do believe my response was like, "Hey, that could have been us, right? <laughs> we <laughs> right. could have been Blake and Murphy, right?" So right Instead, away, we're doing this. When I found out about her, I obviously had to follow on Instagram and all right. that. Oh, stuff. Oh, she's on and, Instagram. Oh, yes. I don't know if I follow. Yeah, her. I follow her and I follow Becky Lynch and Finn Balor, and we have that connection with uh, Lynch and Balor from being on shows with them in NECW. At least I was. Were you? I met them. I met. Yeah, I met them once or twice. Okay. They were nice. Yeah, know. very nice. That's, That's it. it. Oh, okay. That's it. <laughs> I thought there was going to be nope, more. No, just, just geeking out over Alexa Bliss. Uh, I love the movie Joe Dirt. Yep. Because it's so shitty. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so bad. But it was Joe made- Dirt's a great movie. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not necessarily, like, shitty shitty. It's, it's- like... It's like Happy Gilmore. I was just going to say, and it, it is. It's that company. It's the, it's the Happy Madison yeah, Productions. Yeah. It's got that attitude. Well, they're making a second one, yeah, finally. Yeah. I mean, God, we've waited forever. And it's entitled Joe Dirt to Beautiful Loser. Yep. Which, from what I'm gathering from the trailer, which was just released, it looks like he goes back in time for some reason. Yeah. Some, or who knows? He gets hit in the head and it sends him back in time. Yeah. But, uh, Which is a very weird premise to go with for Joe Dirt too. But what else were they gonna do? Yeah, where do you go from the first one? Right. But the cast from the first one are all pretty much coming back. I think Kid Rock might be the only character that's not in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Christopher Walken is gonna be in it again, and all the characters have reprised or the people have reprised their roles. I don't know. I have hopes for it. I hope that it's good. I yeah. hope that it's just as crappy as the first one, <laughs> right, you know? right in that same sense yeah that the first one yeah. was yeah and i'm, I'm pretty sure it's going straight to dvd too. uh it's going to premiere on crackle which is an online mm-hmm. service i think you can just watch it for free honestly but it will be you on crackle on july 16th this movie would probably do better in theaters than the last few adam sandler movies yeah except for the grown-ups movies which apparently were like box office like they 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 cashed in on that because that was the first sequel he made. Right. So it, it'll it'll be interesting because I think the movie it's, itself is going to do better. There's It built that underground following. Mm-hmm. It was one of those movies that people just were like, oh, this movie's great. You throw it on anytime. And it replayed on like either USA or TNT it or something. all like the time. Over and over Spike again. Spike plays it. Yeah, USA plays it. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be fun to, uh, to watch it and to see where they go with it. Yep. So... I think it looks interesting. Yeah, it's just another Joe Dirt movie. Yeah. Uh, if it's good, let's keep doing it. <laughs> Absolutely. I have no problems with that whatsoever. Cool. My turn, right? Yeah. Okay. There is a new building in China that really? I want very badly. This guy named Liu Dejian. I'm probably saying oh, that wow. wrong. Look at that. Probably saying that wrong. He is the founder of Chinese game developer NetDragon Websoft. Uh-huh. And he has spent reportedly... Just under $100 million to build an office for his company that resembles Star Trek's USS Enterprise. The 260-meter-long building took four years to build, with construction starting back in October of 2010 and finishing in October of last year. The company even made sure to reach out to CBS to obtain permission for the building's construction. Where is this built? 
It is in uh, it's in China. Mm. I forget exactly where, but I'm, I kind of like this is. I don't know. You look at the scale of it compared to the tennis courts, and it's huge. Yeah, even the buildings behind it. Yeah, I just feel like this is going to become. It, it could become a little bit of a tourist attraction. One would think, but I, I mean, it that, is, and it I is hope like, that it's in the next Godzilla movie. <laughs> like, I just feel like he should come out of the water and just you know, it is. It'd be hilarious if he like broke it off and started playing with it, <laughs> like a like a plane or something. Um, so, but I mean, the it was designed to look like the Enterprise. You can see the saucer section. You can see the nacelles. Yep. But at the same time, the oblong shape and the the way that it reaches forward makes it look more like the Voyager mm. than the Enterprise. But still, I mean, the fact that he has a building that resembles a starship from the Federation that's pretty amazing already. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Europe. So. uh Orange is the New Black will be season three is going to be on Netflix June 12th. So it's one of those. It's a Netflix series. So the whole season just appears at once. Yep. But seasons one and two are there. So I recommend if you haven't watched it that you should go watch it because it is a great show. I have not. It is about a female prison and it is good. The characters are fantastic. Good character development. You really hate some of them. You love some of them. So they do a really good job with the show. It's a good TV show. Cool. And season three. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. I don't don't know how many more seasons there's going to be. I can't imagine that they're going to go past maybe four. Yeah. At at this point, because her sentence isn't that long. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think three might be it. The show has done really well. The ratings, I mean, I guess what the, the response has been like fantastic for it. Yeah. But without killing the show, I, I imagine there's probably only going to be four seasons. Does there. everything take place within the prison or do they reach outside and tell there stories are, that way too? There are flashback scenes to what got them there. Okay. There are episodes that will focus on another character in the prison a little bit mm-hmm. and give you their backstory and show you what led to them ending up in prison. Okay. And even that story is broken up amongst different episodes sometimes. Uh, so there's there's stuff outside the prison. Okay, cool. Yeah. I am very excited because, and I am wearing my shirt to represent today. Yes, I uh, see. There is a 26-episode animated series based on Capcom's Mega Man franchise being developed for television. Dentsu Entertainment has enlisted Man of Action Studios for the project, the studio behind Ben 10, Generator Rex, and Big Hero 6. Mm. So that's cool. Uh, the studio, however, is also responsible for Marvel's Ultimate Spider-Man and the Avengers Assemble cartoons. Oh. Which we didn't like either no. of those. So let's hope it's nothing in that vein and more something close to Big Hero 6. The Mega Man series has a target air date of 2017, which coincides with the Blue Bomber's 30th anniversary. Yeah. 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 Love Mega Man. The The TV show that was out in the 90s was very kid-oriented. Mm-hmm. I assume with the other kind of stuff that Man of Action tends to work on that this will be kind of targeted towards the same audience. I don't know for sure. I would like to maybe see something that could be enjoyed by multiple ages because yeah. I love Mega Man too. I want to watch something Mega Man. I would love for it to be good. But who knows? We'll have to wait. I never really got into Mega Man. No. I tried playing the video games and I wasn't into it. And they're uh they're relentlessly difficult. They That's are. one thing. I well, I used to watch a friend play them and I was like, I don't want to this game looks too hard. I can't do this. <laughs> never really got into the character though. Mm. I had some of the action figures. But that's that yeah. Was it. yeah, it's the extent. I am excited about my last geek out, and that's why it's last. Okay. 
Earlier this week, Bethesda's website rapidly changed. Yes. And it was a countdown to something, which yes, we all was. knew what it was going to be, or Absolutely. we hoped we knew it was going to be. We knew. Come we on. Knew. We knew. Uh, what's exciting was that the, the amount of information that was given in the video that was played, mm-hmm. was I just thought it was going to be a screen that says Fallout 4. Right. This is a trailer with video with footage from the game like this. They went all out with this. Like this game clearly has been in production for some time. Absolutely. And is probably not that far off. So Fallout 3 was probably one of the games that I've put the most amount of time into of mm-hmm. in all the video games I've played. Besides maybe Halo because of the online aspect. Sure. Of it. Uh, played through the game multiple times. So I'm really excited about this. I'm just now curious to see where it's going to be released because is this going to be the game that makes me go, oh, I got to go buy an Xbox One. They have said that it's going to come out for next gen stuff. Yeah. So, but there's currently, there are rumors. I think maybe the Bethesda, someone from Bethesda, like said offhand that there are no plans for like an Xbox 360 or a PS3 release. No, because they have to move forward. Right. And for a game, and what I love about the trailer was this, and if it's the flashback between Mm -hmm. before the bombs dropped and after. People and are wondering if that's going to be a playable aspect of the game. I think it's going to be. I would love for it I to be. I think the game is going to start off with you racing your way to the vault. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're going to play a, a grandparent to the person you ultimately play as. Right. Because years, will, decades will have passed. That would be interesting. But to race to there, to get there before. Because Fallout 3, it opened with you there. Mm-hmm. You're in the vault and you're growing up and you're learning. This would be an interesting way to say, hey, let's... Do you think it's the same character? No. It's a different character. It's okay. a different vault. Right. Um, well, and actually Fallout 3 had something that could possibly mean that this is definitely not the same character. But also right. their DLC kind of ret- retconned that fact right, as but well. Th- no, this is definitely going to be a different character because this is Vault 111 and it's set in Boston. Right, which, which is, is also cool. exciting for it us. It is, it is. Because not only that, but there's so much hint to the Commonwealth, which means I think this is going to be a very policed area. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very heavy in military, which changes the aspect of the game. Yep. But to then see what the outs, the the outside world outside of boston i think i imagine that boston and this is going to be very heavily uh, monitored Mm -hmm. and militarized and then the outskirts are just going to be a dump yeah just a pure disaster because you're not in the desert now you're in towns you're in cities you're it's a whole different aspect more new vegas style in the sense that it's a little more civilized well i don't know we haven't played new vegas so we wouldn't know (laughs) Um, but I also like the someday, fact that someday. in the trailer, it actually is not following the person. You're following the dog. So it looks like the dog right. is going to be a big aspect to the game. Having which, your companion. Which I have to say was my biggest geek out. Just to see dog meat right yeah. away. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I like freaking it. love dog meat. And I will not. I've said it before on past shows that when dog meat dies in one of my Fallout games, I will. It doesn't matter how much progress I've made since my last uh-huh. save. I will stop and I will reload because I am finishing the game with dog meat. Yeah. It has People to People really love the... I mean, there's a connection to a dog in real life. So yeah, absolutely. It's cool to have it in, in the game. And it looks like it's going to be great. It'll be interesting to see when it's going to be revealed, when it's going to be released. I'm yep. sure at E3, there'll yeah. be more information. But they, the game seems to be pretty far along in production. Yeah, yeah. So this might be the game. And E3 is not too far away. It'll be very, very soon when we get more information. This is actually the first year, too, that Bethesda is actually doing their own press conference really they've never done 
a like Ubisoft does it every year and presents like all the new Assassin's Creed stuff and then yeah. a little bit on top of that. Bethesda has never done this. And this yeah. year they are doing their own press event. So it will be very interesting to see what kind of information they release. And it's obviously going to be all about Fallout 4. Yeah. So I'm very excited for that. Me too. Yeah. I'll probably just end up skipping over New Vegas and going right to Fallout 4. I don't 4. think there's a need to play New Vegas. No, not at this point. It's just going to rot on my shelf. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I have one more geek out. This okay. is something I didn't necessarily list. Are you familiar with budgies? No. Budgies are a kind of bird. Oh. They're pretty adorable. Oh, those things. As you can see right there. It's very angry looking. Yes. Uh, this particular budgie is named Bluey. <laughs> very Bluey. creative name, right? I wonder why. He's he's blue. Yeah. So uh, Bluey the budgie has a special talent. Now, this video went online a couple years ago. I don't know why it got picked up. It, I'm sure it was picked up by news sources a while ago. I was only made aware of it recently. And I saw all sorts of things on it recently. So I don't know if this is a resurgence of like this video going viral again. But Budgie's talent is that he was left by his owners in a room. They would play audio clips for him. Yeah. And they played him. Uh, <laughs> they played him only four or five times audio clips of R2-D2. And Budgie learned how to reproduce these sounds. Oh, boy. Very, very quickly. Is that crazy? That's cool. He's R2-D2. He is. And he just goes nonstop. That's really cool. <laughs> it's crazy how how well that is. Like, a smart animal. Yeah, unbelievable. So I just thought that was really cool. Bluey. I want a budgie. That can do that. <laughs> Apparently, there are other budgies in the same cage with him, but they didn't pick up on that as fast. And they'll try to replicate the sounds that yeah. Bluey's making, but they can't do it nearly as well as he can. Very cool. Very, very cool. Those are all my geek outs. And I believe that is all of your geek outs as well. Yeah, that is it. That is it. So let's move on then to our freak outs. Oh, freak out. I only have one. As do and, I. And and it, it's not even like a big deal, but it, it made me chuckle and go, really? Like that? There was just all this news and press about McDonald's making a big announcement about their food. Mm -hmm. And so immediately go, wow, they're going to announce that they're going to actually use real chicken or real beef or uh, I don't know. You just you expected something. Something healthier. Some, like other restaurants are announcing that they're eliminating yeah. all like GMOs and things like that. We're going to make all our food organic or we're going to offer yeah. organic options or we're going to, I don't know, something great was coming. And instead, what it turns out is that they are going to heat the buns for the burgers a degree more for our pleasure. <laughs> That's it. That was the big and and like I'm watching like Fox News debate over this and I'm like you're debating over the buns being warmed. What? Yeah. Is, let's move past this. Like what? Wh I why? Don't I don't know. They're gonna toast them a little bit longer to make them a little bit warmer, which is kind of silly because by the time you unwrap it from the wrapper anyway to yeah. eat it, they've already cooled off. Yeah. 
I don't know. Like I'm just. I'm, it ultimately makes no difference for I the am consumer. Befuddled by this. That is so weird. I don't understand why this was a big. It was almost like they just wanted to make sure McDonald's was in the news. So they is went, that something they're doing to distract people from the fact that their new hamburger looks like a pedophile? Like, have you seen that? Oh no, I haven't. Oh my god, they revamped the hand hamburger, and yeah. it's not some like guy in like a big hamburger head anymore and like a cartoony character it's actually like just a guy who looks kind of like a weird version of the repo man oh god and he looks like a pedophile he probably is like it's super creepy that's not good no no where are they all. going i don't Switch know Switch to wendy's go to sonic yeah i know right <laughs> let's get them spreading out around here i don't remember the last time like i've gone to a mcdonald's for god anything <laughs> well we had the the food episode years ago but we yeah. had their fried and their food sucks it does. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Shitty announcement. McDonald's. No, well done. My only freak out is uh, related to the X-Files mm. revival. I hate Joel McHale. He's stupid. He was good on Talk Soup or Soup or whatever it was called. I didn't even like him on that. Like Joel McHale to me is one of those people. He seems arrogant and he always acts that way in his characters, too. And there's something very unlikable about him. And it's a bummer because I think like I've tried watching Community before and it seems in all aspects to be a show that I should and would enjoy. Yeah. But Joel McHale, I just don't like at all. So it's real. And he's the main character. So it's really hard to get past that to enjoy what is a very geek centric show. Yeah. But Joel McHale has joined the cast of Fox's six episode revival of The X-Files. According to Deadline, McHale will play the recurring role of Tad O'Malley. And his name is Tad which is not doing him any favors in this, uh, said to be, quote, the anchor of a popular conservative Internet news network who becomes an unlikely ally for Fox Mulder. Mm. The only way this would work for me is if he was some sort of like villain and I'm supposed to hate him. It's the same reason that I only like Ben Stiller when he was in Dodgeball because I was supposed to not like Ben Stiller because I already don't like Ben Stiller. Well, he was a villain in Heavyweights. I didn't remember that, that movie? I didn't see oh, that. the Fat Camp movie? I'm told it's good, but I haven't seen it. That's the movie I pick for us to watch for the movie review <laughs> okay. podcast. We're watching Heavyweights. Okay. All right. That's okay. it. I picked it. That's it. It's locked in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll watch Heavyweights. I don't like um, Joe McHale. Either. Yeah, I don't like Joe McHale, and I don't necessarily want him to be in the X-Files revival. It was funny, I though. I feel like he's a seri- he could ever play a serious character. No. And the X Files is a somewhat, you know, it's a serious show. Yeah, There's but not, there are there are comedic aspects to X Files for sure. Joe McHale is not. No, I don't. Eh. I don't want him in there. The funniest thing for me though was uh, Kumail Nanjiani, who does the X Files Files podcast. Yeah, he when he, he heard the news, all he tweeted was at Joel McHale, "You motherfucker," <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear like his voice saying, "Right, right," because Kumail wants so badly to be on the X Files revival, and yeah. he should be. He absolutely should be. Maybe they'll make him a character. An that would alien be amazing. Something yeah. Anything. It doesn't matter. I think he would be thrilled to be in it regardless of anything else. That's cool. Yeah. Well, it's not cool, but you know. But yeah. Joel McHale, suck it. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hey, this is Aaron Ashmore from Warehouse 13, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. (laughs) 
so let's move on to the very important stuff. Now that we have the geek outs and freak outs yeah. out of the way, really important things, Mike. Okay. Really important things. Last time you were here, yeah. we had some cotton candy Oreos because oh, that was the newest I knew, thing. I knew it. I knew it. I'm awake. I'm here. What's happening? Food. <laughs> Food. Uh, since then, yeah. there were rumors of other Oreo limited editions Which, By the out. way, they were really good. Yeah. Oh, what? The cotton candy yeah. ones? Yeah. I can't find them. Really? Nobody near me carries these damn things. Wow. Oh, and by the way, when you gave me that bag to take home, yeah. it don't it didn't make it through the day. Oh my god. I ate two and a half sleeves of Oreos. Wow. That's impressive. I have a problem. <laughs> Clearly. Well, you're about to have another problem <laughs> because there is another limited edition flavor out there. Yes. And this is one that you've seen before. Yes. Uh, but now it's actually finally out. Oh, and this no. is one that I might enjoy. I'm not sure. Ladies and gentlemen. S'mores. s'mores s'mores oreos uh these the only thing that most people say about these online is that they should have been called s'moreos yep which makes sense uh, um so the s'mores oreos we have a graham flavored cookie and it has chocolate cream inside and then a marshmallow yes cream. now my fear is that the marshmallow cream will be the turnoff for me because i don't really? like marshmallow but the reason i don't like marshmallow is more based on consistency so if it is like a campfire marshmallow consistency, I probably won't enjoy it. If it's like a cereal marshmallow consistency, mm-hmm. that's like the harder. Mm-hmm. I'm totally down. All right, because I'm I'm all about those. Because marshmallows are really just. Where do you, can I, where do you find these? The, the limited edition. Are you ordering them online? Or no. Where are you getting them? Target. They're at the Target, like uh, down the street. I don't from have me. a Target near me. I have to. Mm. So I'm going to grab a couple of these. I have to find my way out from behind this table. Here you go. Yeah, you pulled the Visually, table. In. I can throw them. Can... I'm going to frisbee them to you. Okay. Ready? Oh, caught him. Smooth. So we've got so we got the Graham, Graham cookie here. In between, you can see the, hopefully the chocolate and the marshmallow. I'll do a little unwrap. Oh. So Oh, and it feels very soft. Oh, the cream feels oh. like a normal, normal the cream cookie style. is not really like it's a graham cookie. Mm. It tastes like a Teddy Graham. Remember those? It does. What, what do you mean? It? Remember? They're still out. When was the last time you had Teddy Grahams? Not too long ago, actually. Surprisingly, surprisingly a small amount of time. Wow. Like the chocolate. Cream. They always start off as just sugar. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like and then the flavor comes diabetes. in. The marshmallow is not at all. Mm-mm, it's, it's fine. You feel it's yeah, it's good. It's almost just like the regular Oreo cream. It's really, I would really say it's just the graham cracker cookie with chocolate cream and regular Oreo cream in them. It's really good. Mm. They're nailing these things. I haven't had a bad one yet. I know you didn't like the cotton candy, but and I didn't like the caramel apple one very much either because it tastes like banana. There's a weird. These are really good. Mm. Like the caramel apple package that we started here and then we left here yeah i ended up throwing out oh well next time well they were just sitting there for so long hmm. i would have eaten that's why i let you take the cotton candy home oh figure you could just eat those because i wasn't gonna do anything with them these are not bad though i like these these are good. good and i am not a s'mores fan in general because of the marshmallow but this it's not it's not impacting in any way the marshmallow flavor is very very um mild and really you taste the chocolate it's really just the chocolate and the graham cracker we could have put more stuff in the middle they could have they should have been double stuffed yeah yeah it's a little light on the filling Mm. considering there's two flavors you would think that 
they would have added more. I agree. Because the chocolate way overpowers the marshmallow. I don't know if the marshmallow has any taste. Like, if you were to peel it apart, I almost feel like it has no taste to it. It's just sugar. You just don't taste it. Well, I mean, it. marshmallows are just sugar. They are, but there's still a taste to a marshmallow. Yeah, a little bit. But it's more about the consistency than anything. They're good. Try them. I like them. That was our first live video <laughs> Oreo taste test. These Oreo people, they got this. They, they got it covered. Good. They got uh, it covered. In Oreo, I trust. In Oreo, you trust? I do. In Oreo, I trust. Uh, should we do the smash up? Yeah. Let's do the smash up. We got a little time left in this episode. So, uh, last time. Oh, I should probably play the sound. Yeah. <laughs> I should do that. Oh, smash! Okay, so last time we did the smash up, uh, the category that I gave you was to ruin a sitcom with one word. The examples that I gave you, home loan improvement, mm-hmm. different masturbation strokes, and everybody loves Raymond anally. Oh. So some people went outside of this and they started throwing in like multiple words and stuff. I'm like, no, 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 you're missing the point. One word. Ruin it with one word. Not replace a word either. Ruin it with one word. You're adding it in. The examples were there, and I thought very evident. So, Damien Cranshaw writes in, Growing Chest Pains, ah, and Full House Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I should say there were a lot of things that I eliminated from people's submissions if people were repeating the same sitcom. Oh, okay. And I tried to take the best of certain ones. Zane White writes in, Saturday Night Live Peep Show. Oh, I like it. Sounds better. It does. <laughs> And Sex in the City Jail. Okay. Okay. So that's kind of like Orange is the New Black, right? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's- <laughs> Greg Wallach writes in, My Three Homicidal Sons, Ooh. All in the Kardashian Family, uh-huh. which is basically keeping up with the Kardashians, I yep. would think. Teenage Ninja Turtle Soup. Ooh. Ew. Shredder wrote that one. Yeah, right. And the Big Gang Bang Theory, uh, which I knew someone would submit Bazinga. at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's some Bazinga. Uh, Bazinga Bukaki. Oh, Aaron Shuck writes in. Shuck, 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 shuck. The Kill Bill Cosby Show. I like it. Manson Family Matters. Mm-hmm. How I Met Your Dead Mother. Ouch. <laughs> Which is way more accurate than yeah. like for the series than it yeah. should be. Boy George Meets World. I would watch that. <laughs> the Fresh Prince Albert of Bel Air. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and Malcolm X in the Middle. Oh, also would watch that. <laughs> that would be interesting. Paulo writes in blackish blue. Okay. Okay. Community outhouse. Uh-huh. Hot in Cleveland steamer. Oh, <laughs> I like these. The people who listen to this show are just fantastic. The Brady Bunch orgy. Yeah. And oh, I don't know about that one because now <laughs> now it's incestual. Oh, That's why at the same time it's really not because because the actors, but the characters. Well, it's a gray area because he had kids and she had kids, and now the kids aren't really related. So <laughs> it's like eh, I don't know. Certain people have to stay away from each other, but others can go full on whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's still not right. There's too much. Too much. None involved. of the boys are related to any of the girls. Right. In any way. So they just have to pair off. <laughs> I'm pretty, I, you know what? I bet if we Google search this, that movie exists. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to. I uh, have to. And lastly, the Golden Shower Girls. Yes. Yeah. We have, I love that it goes right to like incest and just horribleness and horrible just peeing on people. Yeah. Like just terrible. That's where we go. Terrible. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, those are all of your ruinous sitcom with one word answers. So it is my job to leave you with a new smash up category for next time. This one will be unhealthy video games. 
Unhealthy video games. Examples. I have a bunch of examples for this one because I just had lots of ideas. Uh, there are lots of ways you can go with unhealthy, too. They could be mentally unhealthy. They could be physically unhealthy. They could be dietary. They could be medical. So there's a lot of unhealthy directions to go with. Examples. Super Smashed Brothers. Yeah. Call of Duty Black Lung Ops. <laughs> Mark of the Ninjavitis. Ooh. Little gingivitis, ninjavitis play there. Uh-huh. Donkey Bong Country, uh, Angry Bird Flu, yep, and Kingdom Heart Attacks. Aye. So, unhealthy video games, email your ideas to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or tweet them to at Geek Generation. If you have ideas for a smash-up category, please send those in, too. We always like to see those. We're going to start wrapping up this week's episode. So, uh, is there something that you would like to plug or a final thought, Mr. Mike Welby. Uh, you can follow me on Instapoo. I have three different accounts. Three different accounts. Mike from the gym. Yep. That's me. SBV Supplements and Westerly Fitness. All right. Follow, follow. For everything else that we do, you can head on over to thegeekgeneration.com. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration and follow at geekgeneration on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Night Angel. Support the show by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. You can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. Speaking of our site, you'll notice in the sidebar now that there is also a SoundCloud playlist yeah. player. Uh, we are uploading our episodes to SoundCloud now from now on, as well as the website. So if you're a SoundCloud user and you'd like to follow us over there, you can do so by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash SoundCloud. Uh, you can also just check out the playlist player on our website and listen to what's there. And uh, it's an easy way to share that stuff on social media so that there's actually an embeddable audio player right inside of Facebook and Twitter and all that other stuff. SoundCloud is the best for that. So this concludes uh, not only this week's episode, but also our first video live stream of the podcast, uh, which I think went well. I don't know because I'm not looking at the chat room right now. So uh, I'll check with Damien afterwards and see how it did. We'll be back next week with more stuff for you, and we will see you then. Later. See you. Make it so.